0: the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401 392 1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever. Guaranteed. Call lawn doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website. It's dipietro.com. It's Wednesday, and Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, will be in town. She will have someone with her, former Governor of Rhode Island, now Commerce Secretary, Gina Raimondo. they will be in town in rhode island now i want people to understand we're going to try to cover it a lot of this though uh, for security reasons they keep things under wraps but normally you know the uh, vice president dignitary they fly into tf green they greet the um you know the delegation that is there and then uh they kind of go off on they don't exactly reveal where the locations will be but we're going to try to uh, be on the go a little bit and follow it uh quite a bit we have someone Republican National Committee spokesperson is going to be joining me to talk a little bit about it. And also uh we talked to him each week Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. He will be with the Traveling Press Corps. So we'll see. I will be out there at some point. I'd love to uh, get a chance uh to interact with Governor Ramondo. Uh, excuse me, Commerce Secretary ramundo So we'll uh, see about that. But folks, I do want to um if you caught it, I did attend as I like to do when I can, but I went to Governor McKee's press briefing yesterday and i want to give him credit he is uh, doing now doing bi-monthly press briefings separate from the COVID press briefings and he's very comfortable with the press he's very accessible with the press he has one year to really try to lock this thing down because obviously he's gonna face some people um in in you know the democrat primary next year but one of the things that i did ask about and as many of you know i try to uh reference uh, when I can when I'm asking a question, but was the Lieutenant Governor I was trying to ask her, Sabina Matos, about, she said in the Boston Globe was that you want to make sure every Rhode Islander was counted. But in the census, we learned that there was one example that were paying people in the country illegally, in the state illegally, but we're paying them20 dollars to fill out the census. And so she was using the phrase, every Rhode Islander counted, but we know they're not citizens. So I was trying to make the distinction. What is the distinction in her mind? Your lieutenant governor, Sabina Matos. What's the the distinction between a Rhode Islander and a citizen? Because they're not, they're not citizens, right? So this is a little bit of a snippet of yesterday.
1: Everyone that lives here in the state of Rhode Island is a Rhode Islander. Okay. And would you
0: say that
1: they're also a a distinction Rhode Island? Um, I consider they're citizens of the state of Rhode Island as they live in the state of Rhode Island, yes.
0: So that's interesting, and I was trying to get a distinction on that. So your lieutenant governor says that if you are, in fact, a resident living in Rhode Island, you're a Rhode Island Citizen, citizen though is a word that in the Latino community people are very sensitive because there are people that go through, take a, a test to become a citizen. You have to pass the test, citizenship test. They have a little ceremony and so forth. That, those are people that do legally. That term is normally reserved for people that do it for lack of a bit, but just the right way, right, the formal way of going through the process. Um, so that's interesting that she's saying if you live in Rhode Island you are a res you you're you know you're a rhode islander if you're living here but think about that so someone and we've talked about it but this is important so someone who they arrive from pick a country guatemala they go and they move to central Falls. well it's a challenge to run your business these days maybe you need to find the right type of workers why not let MIGA Professionals find them for you? Call MIGA Professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. Mega M-E-G-A Professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. again 508-336-7801 you focus on your business let me professionals help you find the workers mega professionals 508-336-7801
2: have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years Contact Karen Etchels at InnoVast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchels at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering
0: today at 401 401- 351 7600 J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon, it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with J.K.L., estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the wintertime, J.K.L., they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600. For 54 years, J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer. called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. For, light, for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600, 401 401- three five one seventy six hundred it's J. Cal engineering folks you're listening to the john dipetro show weekdays we start right here am 1380 99.9 fm joining us right now he is the republican national spokesperson director of black media affairs it's paris denard paris uh vice president harrison commerce secretary gina raimondo will be in rhode island today what are some of your thoughts
3: well Uh, First of all, thanks for having me on the show. I think fundamentally, uh, the the people of Rhode Island have to remember that while it's important to have political leaders visit the state, especially when they're from out of town and from the White House and the Department of Transportation, there's a bigger issue going on, which is the border crisis. And Vice President Harris was put in charge to manage the border uh, by President Biden. And thus far, it's been over 40 some odd days and she has yet to have a press conference and she has yet to go down and visit the border, talk to border patrol, look at the facilities that the children are suffering in and experience what it feels like to be a small business owner or a rancher or a family living on that border, which is very dangerous right now because we have a national security, humanitarian, and health crisis on our border. When you have people on the terrorist watch list, literally coming, trying to come across the border, that highlights how international this issue is. And so we think at the Republican National Committee that a lot of American families, especially those in Rhode Island, would agree that the emphasis needs to be on the crisis. If you're in charge of it, go visit, try to fix that problem first, and then you can go on your PR uh, uh, tour to all these different states and try to tout a package that really raises taxes and it is too expensive for the American people right now. And that's what this, infra- this so-called infrastructure uh, package is. It's really not about infrastructure. When you only have about 7% of that $2 trillion bill actually going to what I think most people in Rhode Island would consider actual traditional infrastructure like roads, bridges, ports, waterways, and broadband. And so I think it's just a misguided uh political uh opportunity for them to try to tout this this bill rather than focusing on the real problems in America.
0: Paris, it seems even odd locally. There was even a story in the Boston Globe of you know the Washington delegation for Rhode Island, our four Democrats, they were all on board. So the whole visit seems a little puzzling. Shouldn't if she's if she's not going to go to the border meeting the vice president and she's trying to do this why, why is she coming to Rhode Island? Why wouldn't she go to maybe like a a state that is maybe a little more in flux on support?
3: Well, I I think that's a very good question. And I think a lot of it is, um, looking at safe, quote unquote, safe places to go politically. I don't think they want to have challenges to this bill. I don't think they want to have questions asked that might be, uh, something the administration doesn't want to answer. I think they want to go to places where they, they seemingly have the support from the Democrats. And it's an easy trip. Go up there, make the speech, you know, talk to, the, to your supporters or your base. Don't be challenged or questioned and leave. And then you check a box and say, yes, we, we, we did Rhode Island. We, and we can go across the country and say, listen, we have we went to a state and everybody was on board from the, from the delegation. That's the type of things that they want to do because it's easy. And it's politically expedient. But that's not what we want from leaders. We want our leaders to go uh, to the places where you have to make your case. Go to the places where you have to make the case. Like going to the border. If you feel that your border policies, getting rid of the next day in Mexico policy, stopping funding for for building the wall or finishing the wall, if you think these things are good, then go down there and defend them. If you don't feel like you've done anything wrong that has, has contributed to this crisis on the border then go there and visit or have a press conference not don't go to just places that are politically politically expedient and easy talking to the singing to the choir and that's exactly what i think a lot of these i consider them to be pr uh, stunts are for for the vice president and for people like the secretary of transportation
0: Folks, we're speaking with Paris Denard, Republican National Committee, National Spokesperson, also Director of Black Media Affairs. Paris, I'll tell you, the local joke is this is almost now, you know, Commerce Secretary Raimondo. She was just our governor, Governor Raimondo. Uh, You know, one listener said this is kind of like when one of your children bring their college roommate home for the weekend. I mean, it's kind of she just bring her back to the state to show around a little bit.
3: Yeah, listen, I, I think that's the other thing to, to keep in mind. I misspoke it. it the Commerce Secretary, when you look at this situation and say, well, if it isn't about uh, infrastructure, you know, if it isn't really about uh, talking about the border, if it really isn't about dealing with the issues at hand, what is this about? And I think that analogy is very, very true, that it's, okay, let's make, make sure that our Commerce Secretary has some goodwill And could seem like like they're bringing home the bacon, per per se. But there is a lot of pork in this this infrastructure bill. There's a lot of pork. And they're trying to masquerade it as something that's going to be good for commerce or good for uh, the economy or good for small business owners. Uh, But it's not. And here's one last point. I think that they should be asked on the trip, what are you doing about the school closures? That's a very real issue. I don't care what part of the country that you're in. I know there are teachers in Rhode Island who want to be in the classroom. I know there are parents in Rhode Island who certainly want to have their children in the classroom full time in person because of the challenges that have come to our to our children and our students because it's very hard for them. And when you find out that the administration has been listening to the teachers union rather than listening to the science, the data and the facts in terms of. guidance for opening or keeping the schools closed we have a serious problem there because there's no reason why our schools should not be open and there's no reason why the administration shouldn't be touting this especially on trips like this the commerce secretary as well as the vice president should be in rhode island visiting schools that are fully reopened and teachers during teacher appreciation week highlighting those teachers who are in person teaching full-time but they can't do that because that's not the case across the country. And it certainly is the case across Rhode Island. So we have to we have to hold them accountable for the things that they're doing, especially on these seemingly just PR stunts.
0: Folks, again, we're speaking with Paris Denard, Republican National Committee National Spokesperson, Director of Black Media Affairs, talking about today it is the visit of Vice President Harris, and also it's a homecoming for commerce secretary gina raimondo this is her first official trip back and she's certainly making a splash with the vice president paris another local joke is a little bit it just was revealed as you know some states lost a congressional seat rhode island did not rhode island thought they would and then the boston globe revealed that they were paying twenty dollars for people to fill out the census and they had forty thousand illegals fill out the census. 40,000, over 800,000 spent and Rhode Island's keeping the census. And so the local joke is if the vice president's not going to the border, she's coming the next closest place <laughs> since Rhode Island has so many. What is your thought on that?
3: I, I think that that, I mean, that is shocking, yeah. uh, but not surprising. And I think it plays into the issue that a lot of Republicans have been talking about, which is this issue of election integrity. The Republican National Committee has taken this issue very it's on the top of our list of engagement with local uh, stakeholders and and other Republican organizations uh, and elected officials because if you if the the globe unearthed evidence that this was happening just for the census that means that they were cheating and it means that they weren't being honest about the census and so the question that becomes well if they're dishonest about that in, in order to to try to win or gain this is this is what could happen when you don't have uh election integrity we don't right. have safety and security measures for our ballot When yes. the Democrats control the ballot
0: when they control the process yep. when they control who collects
3: the ballot it leads to things like this and so we need to close those loopholes and make sure that the sacredness of the vote there's so many people that that literally fought bled and died for this Especially women you know should be on the forefront of this because you know it wasn't like women could just vote from the beginning of our founding and so this is a very big issue and that issue alone looking at the fact that thousands were were filling out census forms just so they could keep the seat it means there was some cheating going on yes
0: and it easily and could don't. have been ballots it easily it could easily. have been ballots It easily could have been ballots. And so we have to use these examples
3: and say, why are they doing that? Because it's about power. It's about control. And it's about thinking about just what is good for the Democrats, what is good for our congressional seats, not what is good for we, the people, which Joe Biden seems to think is the government and not the actual American citizen.
0: Folks, Paris Denard, Republican National Committee National Spokesperson Director of Black Media Affairs. Paris, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay, folks. And again, we continue your listing to the John DePetro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MIGA, M-E-G-A, MIGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. 336 2110 508 336 It's mega truck and trailer repair. 321 That's 401 Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at four zero one six one seven twenty five eighty five. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's Rhode Island outside your home. Let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel. B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's Rhode com. Bethel certified soft wash and power wash. Staying to the John DePietro Show weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2.00. Sam 1380 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, to Well, folks, joining us right now, he is the columnist for the Boston Globe. It is Dan McGowan and Dan, uh, today, I think in the course of your career, this is one of those days that you're gonna remember. Um uh, excited for you, uh, anxious to hopefully follow you on Twitter, but uh this is a big day, folks, as Dan McGowan will be part of the traveling press pool with Vice President Harris and Commerce Sec- Secretary Raimondo.
1: Yeah, it feels like a local boy makes good kind of story. Yes. Uh, uh, we're going to be, uh, the, the yes, the, the with Vice President Harris coming to town, um, basically they asked a handful of folks if they wanted to kind of join in and be in the motorcade today and uh, I'll be one of them uh, that is doing that. I think the the vice president's also going to do a little bit of local press. My, ge- my guess, without knowing for sure, I'm sure she's going to do Channel 12. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit of Providence Journal or something like that. But the fun thing about being in the motorcade is that you know, I'll get to tell you behind the scenes kind of what's happening. What, you know, what's everybody like, <laughs> you know, what's everybody, you know, what, what what's on people's minds, things like that. So really looking forward to it. You know, it, it, it is, and you, John, you've covered a million presidential visits to Rhode Island over the years or vice presidential uh, visits. It's it's kind of inconvenient, right? Uh, you know, you, you, you have to, they touched out a TF Green, you know, you have to kind of block off the highway and the you know they'll be in Providence a bunch of the day, so you're going to see traffic delays, things like that. So you know it can be weighing and, and also very costly uh, locally, but at the same time it'll be uh, it'll be fun. You know this is the first time uh, Kamala Harris has been here, I believe, since uh, she helped she hosted a fundraiser for Sheldon Whitehouse about four or five years ago. Uh, right. And so, uh, you know, it'll be her first trip here. It'll Be interesting to see how much, um, you know, the, the kind of the banter or the you know the relationship between uh, Secretary Ramundo and um, and Kamala Harris. You know, one of the things that I've noticed in recent weeks, uh, from both reporting but also just kind of reading the other coverage, is how much attention. Gina Raimondo is getting in this new yes. administration um, and you know it's it, we, we laugh at this all the time but I really do I, I don't think it'll be long before you start hearing you know oh maybe an all-women ticket for president yes. things like that and so it'll be interesting to see kind of up close and personal how they get along.
0: Dan how does uh, COVID play into the visit? I know on something like this if, if, for instance in traveling I'm not trying to give away health secrets, but I mean, you, you've got to be tested, COVID tested, in order to be able to travel and have access to her.
1: <laughs> yes, I'll tell you a COVID secret because it's a it's an interesting one. I don't think I'm violating any uh, any rules. There, uh, about eight o'clock last night, I get a call from the the you know one of Kamala Harris's uh, press folks, and they said, "Hey, yep. have you gotten your COVID test?" And honestly, it, it wasn't something that I immediately thought of. I wasn't told to get a COVID test. Oh, in, wow. in, in hindsight, I thought, oh, yes, of course I needed one, but I, yeah. I just wasn't something that I was told, wasn't something that I was thinking immediately. And they said, no problem, come over to our hotel right now and you can get tested. So about 8.15 about last night, I hopped over down to uh, into a hotel in Providence, got tested, of course was fine, and then was cleared. But that shows you, I mean, they, they have a, a testing setup you know, for kind of all the people who sort of work around the secretary and the vice president. And then, of course, for any of the traveling press corps, uh, my, my assumption is they're getting 10 every day now.
0: Folks, we're speaking with Dan McGowan, comments for the Boston Globe. And Dan, what a homecoming. Her first appearance returning is uh, Commerce Secretary Ramundo. I was joking to someone, this is like, you know, pulling up in a Porsche at your high school reunion. I mean, I other than showing up with the president, talk about making a reentrance and making, I think also letting the entire delegation, all the elected officials know, let's be very clear about the pecking order here. I'm (laughs) with the vice president, and I'm part of, you know, they're going to come and kind of, as we say, not to be demeaning, but like kiss the ring. What a homecoming for Governor well, Commerce Secretary Raimundo. Yeah,
1: I mean, last week, (coughs) when, when, about last Friday, early on Friday, the word started to leak out that the vice president might be making a visit. And You know, even interestingly enough, you call around and you think the best way to get it, you know, is to get it through the people that you know, right? The people in the congressional delegation, the governor's office. Nope. The easiest way to get it was to, you know, heckle the governor or the the secretary's office. And finally, you know, it ends up getting confirmed. But you're right. I mean, uh, Secretary Raimondo is kind of showing that. Uh, she may not be in the congressional delegation, she may not be the governor, but she's very much kind of the star of Rhode Island. I think you're going to see a lot of that for listeners who may not love uh Secretary Ramondo. Today's probably not the day to follow the the, the local media because I think the situations where it's going to be a a little bit of a love fest for uh for the secretary and then, of course, the vice president.
0: Well, and Dan, if you caught governor uh, again, Commerce Secretary Ramondo, Madam Secretary. Uh, with with Marty Walsh at, at the Groton, I mean, she is. It's just another level of confidence, and you know, for people that are seeing her meeting her for the first time, she uh, she is complete control, and the press almost gravitate towards her at some of those events. If you, well, I don't know if you caught it.
1: I, I did, and, and you're exactly right. I mean, I think people find her. Uh, look, she's intelligent. She is. She's very confident, as you said. Um, you know, she never doubts sort of the, you know, whatever m- mission she has, uh, you know, for a press conference or for a, you know, meeting with people, she, she usually accomplishes the goal. Again, you may not like the policy, whatever, but she, she knows what she's doing in this. And the thing is, there's something about Gina Raimondo and, you know, especially when it's the first time or the second time you meet her, yep. uh, overwhelmingly people come away very. I joke, with some of the folks that are are working for her right now in Washington, uh, and, and the you know they're still in that sort of that honeymoon phase. Oh my God, this lady is so impressive. She's willing to do every interview. You know, she thinks uh, she's she just a different way than most people. Uh, and I keep telling them, well, she's also you know one of the hardest bosses out there. Oh yeah, you know, let's again in a year. But it is true. I mean, I think when she gets to have uh, those kind of first experiences, and by the way, this will be one of her first, you know, real days with the vice president. So the vice president's going to learn a lot about her today. My guess is she'll come away pretty impressed.
0: Folks, we're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, one more thing before I take a quick break. You you, you hinted at it also. It is something that w- we're not privy to. But what a incredible operation for the vice president or if the president travels granted not so much with covid but the unbelievable undertaking in setting up the trip you know they're on the ground the logistics of it uh, all the security involved with it the the advanced team i mean for this is just like a one day in and out hit a couple of places a little bit of press here and there but just the massive undertaking that that's involved with it
1: yeah, imagine if she was vacationing in Newport yes. or something, right? Oh uh, the, the amount of uh, amount of attention it gets, you know. One of my favorite, I'm sure again you've done this before as a reporter. One of my favorite stories in the world to do was how much did this person's visit cost? You know, taxpayers, yep. right? Because the Providence police has to be fully, you know, ready to go. Police, all kinds of folks, in addition to, of course, all the secret service, everything else, and so you know, it would be interesting. We'll still be asking that question today because. These visits are expensive, and, and you know, just as uh, I think many Democrats push this whenever President Trump traveled around, uh, you know, folks here should be asking the same questions about a Democratic leadership uh, uh, here, and I think that will be a question because, yes, it's expensive. It is, uh, I, I keep using the word annoying, and, and I hate to say, you know, Rhode Islanders should be proud that, that the Vice President of the United States is here, but... It is. It can be a bit inconvenient. I'm sure the airport's not going to be. Um, right. you, you know, another example, without telling you, I think this is because it's off the record, there's a, you know, a, a building in Providence that that the, uh, the vice president uh, was at least scouting out to potentially visit. And, you know, uh, uh, tenants were told, you have to be, can't be here before 9 a.m., can't do this, be, be prepared for airport-like security. There's a lot of that happening, um, even as...
0: Folks, again, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. We're going to take a quick break. A lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle call west fountain autobody 401-272-3340 several reasons one they'll handle everything for you two they're going to work for you not the insurance company and three they'll make your car it'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom west fountain autobody call them 401-272-3340 did someone damage your vehicle whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain. 401-272-3340.
2: Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Innovas.com.
0: while the pandemic rages on you need to stay healthy you need to take care of your health you need to stop in and see marie and it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland right across from davenport restaurant call marie i call her the queen of health 401 305 3585 you've seen her store it's right in that old white church it's my health because folks it's about your health 1099 mendon road in cumberland shop local stop it and see marie what do we have well vitamins herbal remedies trusted companies understand quality integrity local products like the incredible acai berry she also has honey maple syrup marie at it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland right across from davenport restaurant has over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas the service is the best plus hemp and cbd products plus massage therapy reflexology pilates folks stop it and see her it's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins 1099 mendon Roden, cumberland you can call her at 401 305 Thirty-five eighty-five. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. Ten ninety-nine, Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at it's my health. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe again. Vice President Harris in town today, folks. What makes it even bigger is the fact it's the return of Gina Raimondo now Commerce Secretary Raimondo, and uh, and Dan McGowan. It, it is a way for Uh, the two leaders to see if there's some energy there, if they kind of click a little bit. It's no secret. Vice President Harris is already being considered someone, you know, for 2024, if in fact uh, President Biden is not going to seek a second term. And I I would not rule out, if, if anyone could convince and showcase and say, I'm who you need on the ticket, Gina Raimondo has proven, Commerce Secretary Raimondo, that she's the type of person that could do that.
1: Yeah, I, I always think of the uh, people in Rhode Island, uh, we, we sort of, we break down into sort of the never Gina crowd that thought she'd ever do anything beyond being governor, right? She got lucky to be the governor. Uh, and then there's the real kind of forever Gina crowd that, that thinks she's, you know, she should have been the president uh, after pension reform, right? Uh, and I, I think, uh, you know what she would. Secretary Rondo now is going through is again that initial honeymoon phase where um, the Commerce Department really think highly of her. Clearly, the Biden administration uh, thinks very highly of her. If you're wondering why she's getting so much attention, it's because President Biden himself assigned her as yep. one of five cabinet secretaries to kind of push this uh, multi-trillion-dollar American plan. Uh, you know, the infrastructure package, uh, as we know it. So, you know, she has a major role and it's it's a little bit different than, um, you know, th- than than past commerce secretaries. You know, Wilbur Ross was the kind of guy that was Trump's uh, commerce secretary. He would go on the the CNBCs of the world and, and do his thing. But he was very below the uh But, you know, below the radar. Penny Pritzker was in the Obama administration. Same thing. You know, these are these are people who were bright minds and trusted confidants of their presidents, but not exactly the household names that uh, that Gina Raimondo very quickly, um, I think, is, is growing into. And, and what it is, everybody keeps saying this to me. She's willing to do the press. She's comfortable yep. with it. <laughs> and all that year, that, that last year of doing a press conference every day. Tremendously it,
0: valuable. It, it prepared
1: did. her. Those yes. reps prepared her for this moment.
0: At Dan McGowan we spoke two weeks ago and, and you were uh, talking about the bi-monthly press briefing of Governor McKee and then now Lieutenant Governor Matos and you said you know it's a little flat it kind of needed someone like a John DeFito there <laughs> well I attended yesterday and the new Lieutenant Governor that was interesting in uh in the Globe she decided to use your paper to publish a kind of an op-ed that the Globe ran and I brought it up and asked her about it and it's it kind of started to, at one point, dominate the talk at that briefing yesterday. Uh, that was pretty remarkable, her first published piece, and it was in the Boston Globe.
1: And it was to say that, uh, <laughs> to tell you that she really believes that, uh, you know, folks who are here, even if they're here in the country illegally, are uh, residents and and citizens in, in Rhode Island. And I'll tell you, John, yes. what what you did yesterday, interestingly, was... Uh, immediately I started to get calls from folks in the Latino community who, who uh, you know, and, and there's not everybody, but who said, wait a minute, you know, this isn't exactly how everybody feels here. A lot of people make this mistake where, you, you know, you, you assume it's never right to assume that any, you know, ethnicity or race is going to all fall the same way on issues. But particularly when it comes to illegal immigration, um, you know, there are a lot of folks who said I did it the right way. I came here or I, I had to wait years and years to get here. By the way, Sabina's family waited years and years and years yes. to get here, Dominican. Um, and uh, and they don't love the idea of people being able to, you know, jump the board or things like that. And so um, you know, I think you made some news yesterday, I do think, and I I, I- but I watched it. Um, I was kind of half dozing off, to be honest with you, until, you you know, that question kind of came out. So I think think it's significant. It's one that, what I'm curious, knowing Sabina Matos, knowing her as somebody who doesn't love to um, really rattle anything. I don't think she's a big, you know, she's not a bleeding heart progressive. She's not somebody who always seeks the spotlight. There's a part of me that wonders, you know, did she go home and kind of think about this a little bit and say, oh, I'm, you know, I might've stepped in a, a little bit here, but right now she seems to be on board with the idea that, uh, you know, that, yes, that un- people here, people in the country illegally are, um, are considered citizens of Rhode Island.
0: Yeah. And I was just trying to get the distinction because in the piece she wrote
1: and Dan, how did that
0: come about that? Uh, I mean, I thought that was a, a scoop for, for you guys. I mean, it, and it's the first time that I remember that, happening of the new elected official in the past you would have thought that that would have landed on the pages of fountain street but instead it was in the rhode island section of the boston globe i was trying to just point out how do you make the distinction where she refers to them as counting every rhode islander but what's the distinction between that and a citizen but then she's the one that it out oh no they're rhode island citizens
1: yeah that's absolutely um, right yeah you by the way and, and i should just uh, so, so you know and so listeners know op-eds are kind of separate from from what oh, I okay. what, what we do so I can't get something placed I can certainly encourage and the, the and I will say the Lieutenant Governor's office did reach out and say hey we've got this op-ed you know we think it's a good uh, tie in to kind of what what I wrote and what you and I talked about about the census last week um and uh, and so you know forwarded on and, and and we and we ran it I think it was totally newsworthy and then I think you you helped advance that a more yesterday it,
0: Dean McGowan, and something else written in the Globe is just how the governor's race is breaking out. And it, it's interesting, you know, of the four that are being considered on the Democrat side, Governor McKee, General Treasurer Seth Magaziner, Mayor of Providence, Mayor lorza Secretary of State Nelly Gobia. Already, people are starting to speculate that this is becoming a two-person race between the governor and the general treasurer.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised by that speculation, John. You and I have talked about it for so long. You know, I still think N- Nellie Gorbea, the Secretary of State, is a very viable candidate. I think she's yeah. a more viable candidate if Jorge Lorza doesn't run. And we should note, Jorge has got almost a million dollars in the bank, had a really poor fundraising quarter. It was the worst fundraising quarter he's had um, really in his entire tenure as ma- as mayor. So now, you know, we're in his seventh year as mayor. Uh, was his worst fundraising quarter. So, uh, you know, he's struggling a little bit there, but still has plenty of money in the bank. And so, you know, I think this was a great quarter for Seth Magaziner, by the way, he was incredible. You know, I've talked to the, the people who donate, lobbyists, right, the business owners, folks who have business, you know, with state government. Uh, folks said the treasurer was on top of things this first quarter um, of, of 2021. And then... You know, interestingly, Dan McKee shows you the power of incumbency. Dan McKee never fundraiser as lieutenant governor. You know, always kind of struggled to, uh, you know, to even put up kind of, you know, what would be considered good in let's say a Providence mayor's race, and then suddenly raises more than two hundred and fifty thousand um, bucks. You know, even though he wasn't actually the governor for for a big period of the first. Uh, quarter of 2021 so you're going to see him continue to be able to raise money once you're the governor you know there are folks that are sort of that that, that have to give uh to you so he's going to continue to put that th- those numbers up i think seth magaziner will too this year we've talked about this forever this year is the only thing that matters is fundraising for all of the candidates and then for yep. for dan mckee it's just don't screw up right just don't you know, have a crisis when it comes to vaccination or, you know, have a big setback, you know, with COVID. Um, he looks to be in the clear, uh, knock on wood in, in the, on that front. Right now, it's all about, fun. you know, if we're talking a year from now, or let's say January 1st of 2022, and suddenly you're looking at, you know, uh, uh, Seth Magaziner's got $2 million and Dan McKee's got a $1 million and then everybody else doesn't really have that much. Then I think it's, it's credible to kind of talk about it too. Right now I'd say, put the brakes on it. I think you still have a couple and we're still waiting, John, for, you know, who is the Republican that's going to kind of step up and raise their hand. Is it Big Flippy? Is it somebody else? Um, because they're going to enter the race at a major disadvantage if they're doing it next year. And, you know, these other guys have a million and two million dollars.
0: Damn McGowan, by the way, you and I speculated two weeks ago why aren't they using the stateroom? Why are they using that conference room? And then, <laughs> and lo and behold, yesterday, there it is the home field advantage. There they were. <laughs>
1: works by the i mean you know it this, does. uh and especially I, I always say this and i'll raise my hand and say i was the per- i was like this you know that first time for me it was it was just governor chafee because i'm still a relatively you know new reporter here in the market you know the first time you go into that state house or that state room yeah. uh it is a tremendous home field advantage you're mm-hmm. nervous it's a beautiful room you don't spill anything uh and and so it it really does more so than the department of administration building when you walk in and you know it doesn't really feel like a a majestic place by any means
0: dan mcgowan also pivoting back folks vice president harris is in town dan mcgowan of the boston globe has been chosen to be with the press pool Do, do you have any how many people of there are people that's their beat you know you work for the new york times washington post you're the beat reporter you travel or the pool There is a pool but Any idea how much of the traveling press corps will be arriving with uh, the vice president from Washington?
1: It looked to me, I saw an email just before you and I started chatting and looked to me like there, there could be as many as a dozen. Um, The one, a lot interestingly, a lot of California, a lot of Los Angeles times, probably because that's where it's from a lot of of CBS news. Um, So uh, that it is kind of interesting because I, you know, this is a, this is a trip where, in theory, the vice president is not going to make very much news, right? You're coming to a blue state. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to convince Jack Reed and Sheldon Whitehouse to support, no. you know, these trillion dollar uh, packages. Certainly, you don't have to con- convince, you know, Langevin or, or Cicilline. So it'll be interesting to see who actually is here, because really, I mean, you're, you're only here to see if some, you know, something major happens Um, you know, if the vice president slips up and says something or makes some news. But generally speaking, I think it's, you know, I think everybody's kind of expecting a relatively quiet day nationally. Um, And then, and certainly it's a big deal locally. So yeah, I'll be, you know, I'll be interested to see who I'm in the motorcade with. You know, my guess is somewhere in that dozen range. Remember, there's a lot of photographers and video folks that are also going to be here. So I'm not sure, you know, what you're not getting is, uh, you know, the Maggie Habermans of the New York Times, right? The, the, those right. folks are not going to be here. But no. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm surprised by that. The L.A. Times has a handful of reporters that are at least on the email. Um,
0: I'm seeing uh, we get some breaking news. Facebook uh, upholds the suspension of former President Donald Trump. But Dan McGowan, my, what I was going to say was to me, if your Secretary Ramundo. That's the crowd you are working. This a lot of them this is going to be their first chance to interact with her, see her on, on her her home turf. This is the home field advantage for her. Uh, I think today, in watching the two, some people are going to say which one here is the vice president and which one is the yeah. the <laughs> commerce secretary because Governor Raimondo can have that effect. But what also I like this part in the globe where Rhode Island can teach the country about free community college. This was really. If The pandemic didn't happen. Governor Mundo seemingly this was going to be her legacy. This is what she was kind of really stressing and was going to, you know, kind of be all of the eggs in one basket. Was on this,
1: yeah. I mean, remember, this was heading into kind of her reelection a couple of years ago. This was, you know, a major talking point, and uh, they did a good job, uh, a job of you know, really ramping up the PR machine to get all the and how much this is going to help. And, you know, we was able to ram, for, ram through kind of two years of free community college at CCRI. And what I wrote in my column today, I thought, look, how am I going to make news and how am I going to try to, uh, you know, really focus on the president's the vice president's visit, but also give her something to think about today. And what I did was, you know, you take a look at this, this Rhode Island Promise program and there's been tons of debate about it, but generally speaking, you know, it has been successful in the sense that, more, you know, more minorities are going to CCRI. Their graduation rate has improved. You know, th- those are all things that I think most people say that that seems like a good idea. The one thing, you're going to hear lots of the stories of these free college programs as the president pushes this nationwide. But there, there is an unintended consequence and something that nobody likes to talk about. But if you go look at Rick at Rhode Island yep. College. Where yes. enrollment has fallen almost 19% in the last six yeah. years, um, they're having real trouble. And while there, it's not solely based on on free college at CCRI. Nobody denies this is a big this is a big challenge. Even even at URI, uh, you know, outgoing president Dooley has said, "Hey, we we told you this was this was going to hurt in-state yeah. enrollment for freshmen, things like that." And so, what I tried to do with my column today was say, "Hey." You, you know, Democrats, certainly some Republicans, but Democrats, the leadership right now, very supportive of free college. OK, fine. But get it right. Learn from Rhode Island. Understand that there are challenges. By the way, another real challenge, especially in New England, some of these small liberal arts colleges, even in Rhode Island, uh, you know, that that are really going to be uh, potentially hurt if we're seeing a massive towards uh community college and, and john i mean why wouldn't you go you know right. to, to, to a free uh community college and parents really push this very hard i mean it, it has the the chance to kind of almost you know the way k-12 through education works just another two years at at the community college and yes if you're wealthy if you're like whatever, if you know, your parents want you to go, sure. Then you, you know, there will be always be a fraction of people who go on, maybe go to the Ivy League or go to these private colleges. For the average Rhode Islander, certainly uh, the C, you know CCRI, and for the average person in the country, certainly you know the, their local community college is probably going to be where they're going to attend.
0: Yeah, and as someone that went to Rhode Island College, if you had a class at eight or ten or eleven something, it was all students. But sometimes you take a class, meets once a week, three hours, starts at six o'clock. A lot of that was people, adults going yes. down, to finish their degrees, so forth. They, we, I mean, that's an easy one. You would just, what do you care? You're going to go sit in a, a classroom at CCRI instead of just driving to Rhode Island College. Yeah. Folks, each day I start uh, the day with uh, receiving Roadmap. It's an email. It's filled with information. And Dan McGowan, if you don't mind, I'd like you to offer it to everyone listening.
1: Yeah, thank you, John. And even today, we you know have the just the basic schedule, at least of what we know about uh, Vice President Harris's uh, visit here today, and certainly every day, some sort of analysis, something new that you'll you know be able to read. It takes five minutes. It's totally free, and it comes before 8 a.m. every morning. Best way to get it, send me a blank email rinews at globe.com rinews at globe.com and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning.
0: Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, I'll be following you on Twitter. Have fun. Good luck today and we'll talk to you again.
1: Thanks, John. Have a good one.
0: Mega Logistics They're there to help you. Give them a call today. 401 431 Like your company, maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MIGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com it's spring and lawn doctor of rhode island is your lawn care company call them today for a free quote 401 401- 392 1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever. Guaranteed. Call lawn doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025.